Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You are tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio talk show, celebrating 24 years on the air. And we are so happy that you've chosen to share some of your time right now with us. Uh, proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Network, one 800 548 talk one 800 548 talk or text us during the show, 941 941- Two six six seven six seven six. You or someone you know right now has lost someone close to them in life. Some of us recover. Some of us don't. We have one of the most wonderful guests back with us again today, Christina Rasmussen, who went through that herself, lost her first husband several years ago. As a matter of fact, the last time we had her on the show, the very next day, or no, it was maybe two days later, was the anniversary, one of the anniversaries of his his death. We're going to talk to her about that. But she's come out with a book, a best-selling book, Second First, Live, Laugh, and Love Again, about how to come back from loss, reclaim your life, and move forward in a really powerful direction. And she is rocking this world. She is positively affecting more people who have experienced the same type of loss and helping them to turn their lives around just like she did with her own Christina, welcome back. David, you make me giggle. You should see me if you had a camera. I'm sitting here giggling. Thank you so much for such a great introduction. Oh, you are so you. It's so, so good to hear your voice. Yes, 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 Christina. Oh my gosh, it's always good to have you on. Um, she's a best-selling author, a speaker, philanthropist, and and when you were on last, Christina, wasn't it like two days later that was going to be the anniversary? Of your, you your first have, husband's? Yes. You have mm-hmm. such a good memory. I think we were speaking on a Saturday, and the anniversary was on a Monday, and it was right. eight years. You, your memory is amazing, David. And yes, it was, and we were talking about celebrating that day, making sure that it becomes uh, about life and not about loss and grief. Um, and, you know, as I was thinking about what we would talk about today, since this is my third time on your show, and I want to make sure that, I give new information, new tools, and new um, skills to people who are listening in. The number one thing that I discovered after the loss of my husband was that I lost my identity. And that was the biggest Uh, loss of all, David, the biggest loss. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I didn't know how to do things solo and not in pairs. And actually, I wrote my blog on solo adventuring on Friday about starting to do things alone. And even if there are small things like uh, getting a new toothpaste or, you know, mm. getting rid of the things in your closet and buying a new dress or a, a new sweater, whatever that is, trying to discover who you now are is one of the most important things you get to do in your life after loss. And what is, I'm, I'm going to jump right to this, and then we're going to go back to the celebration of, of the anniversary. <laughs> yes. be, be, because yes. because I, love the, I love the way your brain is working here. Pe- people are listening right now, and you've, you've lost a loved one. You've lost a partner. You've lost a family member who you love deeply or a best friend, whatever it might be. If there was a step one to reclaim someone's identity, Christina, is there such a step one? You know, there's many, many steps to do that. And the number one thing is to stop living in the ghost life. 
there's only one resident in the life that you left behind, and that is you. And the sooner you step out of that life, the better it is. And when I say this, I don't want people to be jumping, you know, leaping forward with big, gigantic steps. I don't want them immediately selling their house, going on a date. Yes, I want all of those things for them. But at first, I want them to do something very small, ask themselves questions. If they used to like this glass of wine all this time, when they go to the restaurant next time, go and look at the menu and ask yourself, should I try a different glass of wine? I mean, this is just a simple, silly example because change and finding our new identity, it doesn't have to be an earth-shattering experience. It comes from a dinner menu. It comes from a, a trip to, to visit a new friend, to see a new destination, to, 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 to look in the mirror and, and start seeing ourselves in a different way. Just don't assume you're the same person after your loss. Because you're not going to be, right? Oh, you are, you're not, I, if my husband came down from heaven, from wherever he is right now, I would have to absolutely introduce myself to him. Uh, we would have so many things to talk about, and he wouldn't know who I was. Okay, I'm a completely different person. That person is gone. But it took me a long time. It took me about two years, two years. And I, and I was talking about this the other day. It took me at least two years to actually start letting go of the person I used to be. And I wish I had someone the first day after the loss right. of me, Christina, you're going to be grieved, you're going to be sad, you're going to cry, but make sure that you're also looking for that new person, just in small, yes. small steps. So if, if it took you two years before that process started and giving someone the respect to grieve, is there yeah. a period of time, Christina, that you would say, you know, go ahead and grieve for six months or eight months, but then let's start the process? Is can, can we be that? Can we can, can we be that specific? You know, no. Unfortunately, I wish I wish I wanted that answer as well. Tell me how long how long it takes, and then the answer <laughs> right. would get would be the answer we get would be it, it never ends, and that's not true. So my answer is. You need to live and grieve at the same time. You need to cry your eyes out if you need to and, and get down on the floor and cry and sob. And then when you get the strength, you need to open the door and go for a walk around your neighborhood. You need to, call, you need to do both. You cannot just grieve for a year or two years and then start to live your life. That's not healthy. That's not accurate. That's a myth. And that's a, a way of grieving that used to take place in the past. And it's no longer uh, feasible and available in the 21st century and the digital age. And that's what I'm going to write about in my next book. <laughs> I was actually <laughs> writing my next book right now. Before you called me, David, I was writing chapter one. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Oh, that is so cool. That is so cool, Christina. Hey, do we, do we have a title for the new book? You know, I have a title, but I cannot tell you, David. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame I you. you I can tell you one thing. I can tell you that it involves the word superhero. Is that, can oh. I just give you that small little, yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so you're, you're, you're talking then about really living in both the yin and yang of recovery. You're saying yes. that at the same time, 
grieve, be sorry, sorrowful, sorrowful, uh, cry, do whatever. But but then but then bounce out and jump into something that is healing, and then go back into the pain, and then back. Is that what you're saying to sort of play with both sides? Yes, yes. And actually, I, I, I'm going to mention a client. Uh, I've had many clients throughout the years, and and many who have lost children. One of them. I remember she had lost her son. Um, it had only been a few months, and we would spend the whole session with her grieving. And in the last five minutes, I would ask her a question about life. And, and David and everyone who's listening, I wish you could have seen his face, how he wow. lit up, and how oh. he opened his eyes. He came back to the present moment, and he told me about his life. And that's how, that, depending on how, what the loss is, how tragic it is, and respect that, of course, but always look for life. It's there. It hasn't gone it anywhere. I love it. Christina Rasmussen is my guest. We're going to be right back in a moment, going to a couple quick commercials here, and we'll talk more about Second First. Live, laugh, and love again. The website, secondfirst.com. And this interview will be on our website at 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight. In case your friends and family missed it at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at talkdavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at talkdavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk. David.com. When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But if you're emptying your bank account to buy toner, it's time for a better solution. Keep more of your money with the Toner Kings. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. 
order toner and save up to 60% off dealer prices. You'll find all the leading toner brands to fit your office machines. And you can trust the TonerKings.com. They supply toner for organizations like the American Red Cross, Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Lockheed Martin. And they've been a leading toner supplier for over 18 years. The TonerKings.com offers a 100% guarantee on every product. So there's no risk in trying a new toner solution. And there's no waiting either. Shipping is fast and always free with the Toner Kings. Stop emptying your wallet to restock your toner supply. Get free shipping and save up to 60% off typical toner prices. It's that simple. So why not shop where the Fortune 500 companies get their toner? Only at thetonerkings.com. Visit thetonerkings.com today. That's thetonerkings.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. Millions of women right now are needlessly suffering from dependencies to food, alcohol, smoking, and prescription medicines. These dependencies can age a woman's face by 10 years or more and destroy her chances of ever experiencing a deep, connective love relationship. Heal with Master Addiction Recovery Coach David Essel's one-on-one recovery program. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. That's TalkDavid.com. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. We're talking about moving forward. It's so interesting that Nathan chose that song, Shake It Off. We're talking about moving forward, moving into this space after losing a loved one family member, partner with Christina Rasmussen, author of the book Second First. We're talking about moving into this brand new space. She mentioned this. She used this word. Christina did it before the break that I just love it. Is that a loss of identity? So now what we're doing, Christina, is that we're reclaiming. uh, And as you say, we're reclaiming a brand new identity. Yes. And the thing is that the person who you used to be is no longer here. And the, the life you used to have is no longer available. You're, and, and I wrote it the other day, and I'm like, this is a ghost town, and you are the only resident, and you need to get out. Mm. And I understand that it's so hard to live this life because it's, we, we think that we will forget. We think that we are betraying the person if, if, we're, if we're dating again or for doing something new and different that doesn't right. involve them anymore. Right? And, and, and mm. guilt and shame is a big part of grief. It's actually, actually guilt, shame, and fear are actually bigger than grief. Grief will, mm. will feel less as time goes by, will have less pain, less, less sorrow, but the fear, the, the guilt and the shame is 
huge. And, and that's what keeps people in what I call the waiting room, right? And we talked about that last time. It keeps right. them in there because they're afraid to love, to love again. They're afraid to lose again. They're afraid to step outside of the comfort of the old life. And it's a mistake and it is wrong. And I wish someone had told me that. And, you know, I don't know if you remember, David, but I used to be a grief therapist. <laughs> yes, I know died. it. Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Yes. And, and, and we got a cobbler off. The stage of the agreement is great. But my methodology and my work takes it to the next level, to the next place. Mm. What happens after we're angry? What happens after we, 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 we are grieving? What happens after that? What happens? Nobody has talked about it. Let's, yes, let's have right. a new life. We're, we're still alive, David. We are still alive, and therefore we must live again, period. I will not yes. ex- accept anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no matter the tragedy, no matter the loss, no matter the, the, how terrible the loss is, I believe that our DNA, our human capacity needs to, 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 to reclaim, rebuild our life. That's how we evolve as human species. That right. is it. The right. only way. Christina, how does someone know they're ready to date? Number one, my first question is, how do they know they're ready to date? And and my second question along that same line is, how do you work through the awkwardness? You said it earlier about going, oh, my gosh, if he saw me now with someone else. Yes. yes. Well, first of all, to answer the first question, you are never going to be ready. Never. Oh. <laughs> I have I have never heard anyone saying, yes, yes, maybe I have. I, I mean, I've spoken to so many people, but yes, people say, I'm ready. Where are they? I want to date again. But most of the time, especially in the beginning, meaning the first like six months, you're never going to say, I cannot wait to get out there and date. I'm ready. The, the, and you know this is such a difficult topic and people will say to me how dare you even suggest that I go on a date my my very first step would be you know look for the dress look for what you want to wear think about who you would like to date what kind of a guy and I always say this date Mr. Right now not Mr. Right and I was on TV a couple of years ago saying this on Valentine's Day, David, and I thought they're going to come after me, <laughs> but they didn't. <laughs> they missed it right now because your identity is going to evolve as time goes by, and Mr. Right now will not be Mr. Right later on. So, And I would rather people date someone who likes them more than they like them. And I know it sounds terrible again, but, but we need to build your confidence. We need to build your, your self-esteem. Another big loss is the loss of worthiness, loss of yes. value after loss. Yes. And, and yes. when we go out with, a, with someone who thinks that, that, they are, that you are likely to be there with them, then our confidence and self-esteem will go further down. Wow. I'm not saying don't be, don't, don't be attracted to someone. I'm saying be attracted, but don't expect to be blown away on the first date six months after your loss. That's, right. I, I, want you to, I want you to socialize. I want you to go for a cup of coffee. I want you to have a conversation, make a new friend. That's the level of expectation in the beginning. Yeah. Don't look for when- the right night. Right, right is not the right thing to do. I, I love that advice. I think that so makes so much sense. When when you when you were with your current husband for the first yes. thirty, sixty, ninety mm-hmm. days, how did you work mm-hmm. through? Did you, did you have any guilt? Did you have any misconceptions about should I be here? Should I not be here? Or were you good? 
David, I went on Huffington Post Live Radio to talk about this because I wrote a blog called something about defreezing or you're frozen. I remember dating Eric in the beginning and I had to have him sit all the way over there. <laughs> and I was all the way over here. And it took me about two hours to get closer. <laughs> oh, my went, gosh. <laughs> I went there and slowly the melting, I call it the melting process, right? The melting experience will take place. Yes. But in the beginning, I had to keep him at a distance because I, I remember walking in to, to the restaurant, to his house, whatever it is, and I was frozen with it, frozen completely. Oh. <laughs> and, and and it's natural, right? Because you don't want anyone to touch you. You don't want anyone to kiss you apart from the yes. person you are in love with. And and that's a natural experience. Just because you're feeling those things doesn't mean you're not ready to live again and love again and laugh again. Yeah. So how long? How long did it take you to warm up to Eric? Was it a, a day, a month, six months? Uh, you know, Eric came and sat next to me at a bereavement group uh, about a year and a half after my husband died, and he also lost his wife, a young guy. Um, I took the girls to a bereavement group um, for about a year, and one day out of the blue, the door opened, and this young guy walked in and sat next to me. And I remember thinking, you're cute, but I'm not going to speak to you, <laughs> and I am not going to go out and say Right, and and it took time, and it, and it took uh, three months for us to go on a date, and then it took about six months to really start talking about it with the people there, and it took okay. a long time for our kids, um, to, to for us to go on vacation together, and it took a really long time for us to be on a vacation and share rooms together. That happened after we got engaged and we were getting married. Like, oh my I goodness, was very. I know. I I believe. You know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a uh, such a crazy woman, but also very conservative in many ways. And I believe that <laughs> when you have kids, you need to absolutely respect their time and their experience as well. And what if it didn't work out? You right. know, what if it didn't work out? So yes. uh, I had to make sure that it did. So, I mean, we can talk about this topic forever, oh, David. I know. I know. I, to say. <laughs> yes. Christina, yes. I love it. When you said, I am a crazy person, but I'm also very conservative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm artistic and creative and free, but I also have a structure and a system because I have to be contained and I have to be able to see in front of me. And that's what happens after loss. There's so much fog and there's so much yeah. up in the air that if you don't have a system and a process and, and boundaries and rules that you create, you create your own rules, you cannot see where you're going. It, yes. You have to have your own process and your own boundaries. Big, big capital letters on another show we can do on boundaries. Huge, yes. Huge oh, letter. my gosh. That, we, you, I'm going to have to rebook you to bring you back for that. We're, uh, Christina, we're going to go to a quick break. I, we've, we, yes. we could talk for days. We could talk for days. Yes, we could. Um, yes. We're, we're going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back with Christina Rasmussen. We've got two more questions left, and then we're going to let her go, and we've got to do so much else with this show. I love having this woman on this show. She is bringing so much common sense and hope 
for people who have lost someone who they really love, which is what this world needs more than we could imagine. At 9 o'clock Eastern Time tonight, in just a little while, this interview will be live at TalkDavid.com for anyone you know that needs to hear it that missed it. I'm David Essel. Stay there. And she says, I wish that I could be like the cool kids. Cause all the cool kids, they seem to fit in. I wish that I could be like the cool kids. Like the cool kids. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Celebrating 24 years of bringing positive voice and radio to the airwaves across the United States of America with some of the most amazing guests ever that can help you bring your life to the very next level, including who we've been fortunate enough to have on for more than 30 minutes now, Christina Rasmussen, author of the book Second First. First, live, laugh, and love again. The website, secondfirst.com. Easy to remember, secondfirst.com. And, and Christine, I wanted to ask you, going back to the, the eight-year anniversary, last time we had you on, that was correct, two days later was the anniversary of your husband's passing. How did you celebrate that passing, and how did your kids do? You know, celebration of an anniversary, of a death anniversary, can take place in many different levels. The number one thing that I always do is share. You know, I'm a Facebook girl. You know that, David. And uh, he never had a Facebook account because he died eight years ago. Can you believe it? He never knew Facebook. He never, it was nothing. So I always share something about him to keep his memory alive there. Um, the girls and I went through a photograph videos. We laughed. We giggled. There were actually no tears uh, on that day. Um, yeah. I wanted their memory to be uh, about the adventures we had together. And they were four and six years old when he, he died, and now they're 12 and 14. So, right. you know, they spend more time without him. But to me, it is so important that his memory is alive because he's always going to be their dad and he's always sure. going to be part of their lives no matter what. So that is important, the, the memory of it. So celebrating the memory, it is the only way forward. Yes, if you need to cry, this is your first year anniversary, you absolutely must cry. If you need to take a day off work, you must take a day of work. If you need to go to the to, to visit him at the cemetery, wherever the, his, his or her remains are, you need to do that. You need to respect your wishes and your needs. I did write a blog about uh, something called the, the anniversary train and not to get on that train. And that train, to me, is when we spend days and days and days before the anniversary and after the anniversary getting depressed, and going back in the way, going back in the place of sorrow and sadness, and we are in a trance, in an automatic setting of grief. That's not healing, that's not grieving, that's just repeating the loss over and over again. We need to consciously shift out of that. And in the break, you were speaking, David, and you were saying that human nature is to find whatever is comfortable and repeat that. And sometimes... And, and you know, and people can be confused when I say this, but grief can get comfortable. Grief can be uh, in our comfort right. zone, and repeating the story of grief 
by using the excuse that this is the anniversary can become something completely different. Make sure you're celebrating the memory. Make sure you're out uh, doing something really fun, going for dinner. We went for dinner. We, we cheered on, on him um, and who he was. Uh, we made more mentions about him during that day. And we talk about him every single day. Oh, daddy would have done that too. I would make mentions like that. Even though our life has moved on, I am remarried, they have a, a stepdad who they adore and love and he's amazing, but that doesn't take their dad away. You can right. never replace anyone. And if you think that you are, then, then let me know and I will, I will let you know <laughs> that you're not. <laughs> yes. You, you, you know, Christina, you had mentioned the word identity before, and I want to wrap this with, yes. with what you were just talking about, is that a lot of people end up creating the identity around grief, and they live that the rest of their life, don't they? Yes, they do. And, and unfortunately, uh, this happens. Um, I'm going to say something, and, and, and if, that's the, if that's you and you're hearing, and I hope this is helpful, a, a lot of times when people are ignored, rejected, abandoned, when something bad happens, the self and the ego realizes that they get attention when that happens. So when they repeat that story to people, they get more and more attention. And that yes. makes them... And I know you've met people like that, David. It's not everyone, but there's a lot of people out there without realizing that they're identifying with the loss because it gives them something. It gives them an identity they didn't have before. Be very mindful of that and make yes. sure that your identity is not just about being a widow or a widower. It's about a woman or a man with perseverance and resilience to move forward and create the life of their dreams in their life after loss. I believe that. And I always say that we can do the impossible because we've been through the unthinkable. Amen to that. I'm going to read a quote of Christina Rasmussen's that I just absolutely love. She says, if you're lost, if you're gone, if you can barely absorb the words on this screen, I want you to hold this truth in your heart. When it's your time to go, you won't wish you'd spent more time grieving. You'll wish you spent more time living. Yes, and, and that's how the book begins. It's uh, I I want to live life twice, one for him and one for me. And I hope if you're listening and you've lost someone dear to you, I hope you go and party tonight. I hope you go and dance. <laughs> and if there's no party and you have not been invited anywhere, put on the music, turn on the lights, and and have a karaoke night by yourself. Yes. That's where, the, that's where the party begins. It begins inside your heart. It begins inside the house. It begins with you, with solo adventuring, with solo actioning. It is you that can make this happen. Nobody can come and rescue you. I can't do it. David can't do it. Uh, Jeff, right. you, uh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, that's so true. The name of the book, Second First, Live, Laugh, and Love Again. The website, secondfirst.com. Christina Rasmussen, the author. Christina, always stunning to have you with us, and I can't <laughs> wait to get you back, honey, and we'll just do it again and again and again. <laughs> David, thank you so much. You are truly amazing, and now I feel like I, I, you are my friend already. So thank you for having me. I love being on the show, and I love sharing the show with everyone. Your speakers, the people, the, the people you have interviewed today and every single time are amazing. Yeah. You have the best speakers 
ever, David. People need Thank to know you. about your show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Amazing. you know, we, are you, we, we are so, so blessed because you're right. I mean, every Saturday we have three or four just stunning people on. Yes. That that yes. And we've been doing it for so long, Christina. I feel like I know you like the back of my hand. You know, I have you on three yes. times, and Me it's too. like she's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, David. And, and good luck with all the shows. Of course, I'll be back, and I will keep sharing um, with my tribe. This amazing world of yours, you created an amazing radio show, and we are very blessed uh, to have you. Thank you. Thank, you are so welcome, Christina. Have a great rest of your weekend, honey. You too, David. Take care. Okay, bye now. Christina Rasmussen, the website secondfirst.com. If you find yourself in that situation where that you have lost someone and you don't know where to turn, you're suffering, you're grieving, and it's been months or years, allow her to help you with all of the work that she does in social media, as well as the book Second First. Hey, coming up, we're going to be answering your texts. I know we got a ton of them to go through. We're going to get to as many as we can. 800-548-TALK. Text us 941-266-7676. Everything that you can hear right now is at our website as well, talkdavid.com. All of these shows are archived, baby. You can go and listen and get your friends and family members that need a little help, a little support to go to the next level to visit talkdavid.com as well. I'm David Essel, back in a moment. Ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th, for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, Success and Miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to TalkDavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's TalkDavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Creating a daily focus on your spiritual path ultimately brings us to peace of mind, an amazing gift we get to give ourselves every day. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you desire that inner peace, contact me now at talkdavid.com. Let's work together to create a plan to help you get the peace you deserve. If you're serious about life change, we want to work with you. Contact me at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. It's time for change, and I can help you get there at talkdavid.com. Is your relationship operating at its highest potential, or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart? Or are you single right now, trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love? Let Master Life Coach David Essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship, or help prepare you to find the love you desire today. Visit TalkDavid.com to read the testimonials about David's work. Love is the answer. Let today be the day. Visit TalkDavid.com. Are you ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th, for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, Success and Miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's talkdavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. Talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com.
What do you really want out of life? What would make you really happy? I'm David Essel, author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Oh yeah, baby, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Nathan and Tricia in the box with me, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK, David Essel Alive. Here now, it's all about your text, baby. It's all about your text. Your short video on growth mindset. The LeBron James example was great, but what about someone who is a professional speaker that wants to grow their business like me? How do I get that growth mindset? Okay, so anyway, on on YouTube, we're doing 365-day video journal, 365 days in a row. I'm putting up a video clip every day, about two minutes long, on different guests that we've interviewed, topics of the day, uh, thoughts that are coming from all the clients I work with six days a week as a uh, counselor and coach. And so there's this one we did. We talked about LeBron James. As As a matter of fact, the woman, Dr. Carol Dweck, who wrote the book Mindset, shared the story with me about LeBron James. He wins the NBA championship. He wins the the NBA MVP. He wins the NBA championship MVP. And 30 days later, he hires Akeem Olajuwon, a former NBA All-Star, to help him learn more about a different position than LeBron James had ever played in his life. Low post. So he goes for 30 days and works with a star. Okay, that's called a growth mindset. That says that I'm good at what I do, but I could be better. That's basically the growth mindset. So if you're a professional speaker but want to be better, find a mentor. Number one, find a, a, a professional speaker who's out there, who's been doing it longer, and contact them, even if it's just to become friends, number one. Number two, get certified. There's all kinds of certifications. We offer a certification through our website, lifecoachuniverse.com, on public speaking. So get certified. And if you're certified for one group, get certified by another. You can't have too many certifications as a public speaker. Number three, hire a coach to help you, to critique you to bring your speaking game to the next level. Last, join something like the National Speakers Association if you haven't already. Get involved, get involved, get involved. And then the very, 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 very last would be to speak whenever you can, anywhere you can, for any price whatsoever, as long as the topics are those in your wheelhouse. I remember in 1984, my mentor, Richard Gerson, who passed on way too early in life, 
He was amazing in the world of public speaking for me. He really was someone that had an incredible, strong interest that I'd be outrageously successful as a professional speaker. And I remember the advice he gave me back in 1984 that still holds true today. Regardless of how much money someone wants to pay you, if the presentation topic isn't in your wheelhouse, if it isn't something you have outrageous passion for, never take it. Some of the greatest advice ever given me by him and by others was what not to do. Not just what to do, but what not to do. Money is not it if it's not a topic that you are a master of or have great passion for. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, also, text us. And I'm, this is what I'm going through right now is all the texts that people send in. 941 266 7676, you did a YouTube video on Deepak Chopra, giving money when you have little. How do you do that? It's, it's a great question. When I interviewed Deepak, one of the many times we've had Deepak on this show, it was about circulation in life. That was the topic. We were talking about how to keep abundance flowing, not to live in lack, but how to keep abundance flowing. So what he was sharing was is that, you know, when, when, when you're tight on money and you don't give any money out at all, someone says, hey, can I borrow $5 for lunch? You go, oh, no, no, no. You know, I only have $15 to my name or I only have $100 to my name. Is it's like putting a tourniquet on a part of your body, and after a while, that tourniquet is going to shut off the blood supply to that limb, and then that limb will be of no use, right? And that's what he was sharing in regards to money. Having faith, if, if, if that means you give a dollar a week to your church or your synagogue or your temple because you're not making hardly any money at all, it's not the amount. If you give a quarter to a homeless person, it's not the amount it's the act of faith. It's believing in abundance. It's not holding on to money. I was working with a businessman a businessman last week who has, I think he has about five or six part-time people that work with him. And we were talking about branding his business and advertising and promotions. And so we were coming up with a dollar amount per month. And we, he wrote out, okay, if I was going to advertise here and if I was going to promote there, that this would all come out to, and I think it was like 1000 or $1,200 a month. And he looked at me and he goes, no way. And I said, what do you mean no way? He said, I can't just be throwing money around. And I explained to him, you know, I said, first of all, let's look at the money that you bring in every month. Let's look at your expenses so you're in the black. You have money to spend. Yes, but I've got to save every penny. And I said, and that's exactly what's going to shoot your business in the foot. That's exactly what's going to keep you that type of attitude that I have to hold on to every penny I make. No. Now, I'm going to put a caveat here. If you're listening to the show and you're not in the black, in other words, that you find yourself struggling every month to make payments with your car or with your house or with food or with whatever it might be, then do not spend money that you don't have. Okay, you've got to cut back on your expenses so that you can live within your means. That's one of the most important financial tips that I could give you or anyone could give you. Live within your means. But once you are living within your means and then you go into the black, meaning that you have profit on a monthly basis, you've got to take a percentage of that profit. 10%, 15%, 20%, 30% to put back into advertising, branding, promotions. 
And as I explained this to him, he said, okay, 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 that makes total sense. I was getting a little anal here. And I said, yeah, and that's the whole concept of lack, L-A-C-K. The lack mindset says, no, hold on to everything, hoard every penny. But as Deepak Chopra was saying, and I reiterate this on the video, and if you want to join our YouTube video, go to YouTube and just Google Super Slowdown. That's the name of our account, Super Slowdown. And watch one of our 365-day videos and join us. Sign up at YouTube, become a subscriber, and then you'll have access to all 365 videos for free. But what he was saying on there is that to get into that mindset of abundance, you've got to let go of the lack. And it was one of the greatest things that Deepak ever shared on our show, the multiple times that he's been on. You know, you've got to take the tourniquet off. You've got to have faith. You do have to risk a little bit, but it will come back. It will absolutely 100% come back. Uh, Oh, another dating one. I love this. What do you do if you're dating a guy whose sex drive is one half of yours? We've been together for two years. Uh, It's been slowly getting worse. I like to make love daily. Uh, She used a different word. (laughs) Just sort of edit here. He likes to do the same thing once a week. What's the solution other than leaving? Well, I don't think that there's even a a, a chance of you looking at leaving yet until you do the following things. Number one, have a heart-to-heart conversation. Uh, Ask him. Why his drive is lessening? Is he upset with you? The number one cause, if it isn't physical or or psychological from like stress of money or stress of work, the number one cause when couples start to separate from physical intercourse is resentments. That's the number one cause for all people. When they start to shut down in the bedroom, there's resentments, and they may not be wanting to speak about them. So number one, have a heart-to-heart talk. Ask him. Don't accuse him. Ask him. Are there any resentments? That'd be number one. Number two, is there anything stressing you out? Is it work? Is it money? Is it what? Is there something? Is there a relationship? Is there a friendship? Is there a family issue that is diverting your attention, causing a lot of stress that is pulling you away from me and our intimacy? Right. Uh, Next, if he says, well, as a matter of fact, there's these challenges I'm facing at work or the money is really bothering me or A, B, C, D, E, whatever it might be, then we can say, "Okay, well, I was wondering, would you be willing to take care of my needs so that I can stay connected to you, which is something that we've worked with couples with for 30 years now. And oftentimes in life, because of stress or because of a decrease in testosterone or whatever it might be, is that individuals or, or a, a, a stressful situation with the woman, but here we're talking about where a woman's sex drive is high and the guy's isn't, then we can say, listen, I'd like you to take care of my, my sexual needs, my intimate needs, and I'll take care of yours. And if all you need it is once a week and I need it three or four times a week, can we work on that? Can we be that open and mature? Okay, and then last, see somebody. Work with a professional. Text me, email me at talkdavid.com. We love working with couples and helping to come up with solutions to challenges just like this, okay? Listen, every week, the whole purpose of this program is to help you get to the very next level in life, to help you get to the very 
next level in life. If that's financial, if it's relationship, if it's your spiritual path. Don't forget, we've got a brand new class starting this Tuesday for 10 weeks. You can join anytime during the 10 weeks, of course. It's called Success and Miracles. Go to talkdavid.com. Sign up. You'll be with me for 10 weeks. From all over the USA, you can join us via teleconference. But always remember to go after your dreams. Be bold. Be strong. Be positive. Take risks. Ask for help. All these things that these motivational experts have been telling you for years to do, actually do them. And don't forget that as of 9 o'clock tonight, in just a couple minutes, the entire show will be archived at TalkDavid.com. Until next week, I'm David Essel. Rock and roll, baby. Are you ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th, for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, Success and Miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to TalkDavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's TalkDavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com.